Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. And by revelation, you have helped us to bring it to bear witness here on earth. And so we thank you that we can walk in your word. Because you look after your word to see that it performs that which it was sent for. And so we are delighted even this evening that you are accomplishing a lot more in us that can ever be accounted for by our own ingenuity. So we thank you, Lord. We believe you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I want to talk to you about something very powerful. Because thou shalt prosper. I say thou shalt prosper. I want it to move from the front until it reaches the back. Thou shalt prosper. Thou shalt prosper. I said thou shalt prosper. And like I told you yesterday, you know the word of God is amazing. It does not come to pass because of you. The word of God comes to pass because of the integrity of God. And so when God speaks a word, he makes certain that it is going to pass. And that's why I can assure you that you shall prosper. And you know, I like that statement because it doesn't say you will prosper. No, 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 no. You see, when we are writing a law, we use the word shall which means it is like this. This is how it must be. Let me tell you you don't even have it in yourself to sabotage what God has said over your life. Even when you try the grace and the mercy of God will kick in and pick you from wherever you are. It is in the character of God to operate by mercy and by grace. What am I speaking to? Let me say it again until it sinks down inside you. It is in the character of God 
God to deal with you according to mercy and grace. You know, one time King David messed up. He did what he should not have done. Now, I know the story you are thinking about. But that's not the one I'm talking about. Because it was not only once when David messed things up. David knew how to mess up. Just like you and me. We have a, a very subtle way of trying to get out of the lines God has demarcated for us. Don't let your neighbor look sanctimoniously today because they are fasting. They are lying to you. They have 10,000 ways of going against what God has set for them. And so even David was like that. Even though he was a man after God is over. One day an insect entered his head. Hey, I don't know how to say it in English. For you, do you know how to say that sentence? In yeah, you say it and we hear also. Me, I am a Muganda. We say an insect entered his head. I don't know why. And he decided he's going to count his army. And for some reason, God did not like this thing. In fact, even his people warned him. And they told him, why do you do that? He said, yeah, I want to do it. Just like even you. Sometimes we warn you. Like we can even stand up here. Even your very own pastor tells you, don't do this. And you decide, me, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Exactly. And, and so, Satan, uh, Satan is a liar. And so, a demon entered the man of God. Uh, glory be to God. And he decided to do what he should not have done. And he counted people. He counted his army. And then God told him, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You are going to receive a punishment. And I'm going to give you three options. I want you to choose one. One option. Uh, I'm going to bring a famine and a pestilence in the world, in the land. I hear about, was it for, for I, I don't remember the period of time. Was it like three years or something? Yeah, for three months. You are going to suffer a COVID in a David's time. Oh, I'm going to give you into the hands of your enemy. And you're going to run away from your enemy for a period of time. Oh, I am going to come down. Me, I'm going to come down. I'm going to punish you, David. I am going to come down with my angel. I am going to 
punish you. Now, it sounds very scary. When God himself says, I'm going to come down. It's like you rather say, but God, you are not a man. Let me, let me deal with other men. You say that. But David said, you know, Lord, I may not be able to, to control uh, the, the pestilence and the things that may come. I may not be able to control. Let me not fall in the hands of men. Because they are unmerciful. But let me fall in your hands. Let me fall in your hands. Because me, I know you God. You you should know God. It is in the character of God. To deal with you and me. According to mercy and grace. Do you understand? So David told him. God you know what we do? Me I will fall in your hands. Because I know you you are merciful. When you start punishing. I will cry. And when I cry. Your mercy will kick in. Do you understand what I'm saying? So our God is that God. He is that God. He said. I am in great distress. Please let me fall into the hand of the Lord. For his mercies are very great. And do not let me fall in the hands of my man. So that's what David did. And indeed God sent his angel. And the angel began doing havoc. But by the time he got halfway. Uh, the angel also got mercy. <laughs> So something that would have taken like three days. It, it took very little time. You get it? So he was, I said, it's enough. Now restrain your hands. Restrain your hands. You know, uh, the... God is very merciful. And you must understand that God always deals with us out of a place of mercy and love. And so when we say you shall prosper, it does not, in that equation there is, you don't feature. In a way, you are not the cause of your prosperity. If we had left it in your hands, like I said, you have a thousand ways of sabotaging it. <laughs> and so God kept it on his side. And he said, if you shall believe me, if you shall believe my words, if you shall know that I am the God who prospers you, surely as the heavens are up in the sky, my word shall never come to you and it returns to me without accomplishing what it has done, what it was sent for. And so one of the things God has done is invested himself in you. Ay. Ay. 
You know, that's why when the Bible talks about you, it says when you are walking around, you are a living tabernacle of God. You are a temple of the Most High God. Uh, I don't know if I'm preaching to someone. When I, maybe I preach to myself, you interpret to Please me. Preach to you, me also. you understand that when you see yourself walking around, you are a living temple of the Most High God. And so what that means, my friend, that God has got the entirety of himself. And by miraculous intervention, placed himself in you just as he has placed you in him. Ah, who am I speaking to? He is in me and I am in him. Someone confess and let me hear you say. He is in me and I am in him. You say it until the enemy he is, is annoyed. He is in me and I am in him. I don't know if you have a pact with the devil that you like him happy. But I am trying to annoy him. So help me please. I am in God and God is in me. Say it in a way that annoys the demons. I am in God. Hey! 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 hey. hey. I am in God and he is in me. I am in God and he is in me. That is why I can never fail. I shall never fail. I will never be down. I will be up. I don't move backward. I move forward. Only my things work out. The lines are laid up for me in pleasant places. I have a godly inheritance. My enemy come in one way, but they scatter in seven others. He has made me an arrow in his quiver. I will not fail. I will not fail. I will surely see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I said to you, my friend, you shall live and not die till you will proclaim the goodness of the Lord. You will proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, I have been old. I have been young. And now I have grown up, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh, yes. And you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God has clothed, clothed you with his own righteousness so that he will not suffer your foot to be moved. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Wow.
Someone proclaim, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. And therefore the just shall live by faith. I will live. And not die. Thou shalt prosper. Thou shalt prosper. Do not let your situation. Do not let your mood. Believe the word of God. The word of God is bigger. The word of God is better. The word of God is more powerful. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. It pierces through bone and marrow. And and it divides the thoughts of man. Hey, my friends, believe the word of God. Believe God, and you will be established. Do not go back. You are not going behind. You are not going behind. You we are not going behind. Oh, let me tell someone today. You felt like you were going backwards. It felt like your life was moving backwards. You looked at your life and in your current state, it looked like you were going backward. But let me tell you, when you are pushing an arrow for it to go forward, the, 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 the more behind you go and the thrust it comes forward. Let me tell you what looked like backward states. It was God pulling the arrow. The time is coming when he's going to thrust you. You are going forward. You are moving faster. You are getting better. You will hit your target. You will not be down. You will not be left behind. God is on your side. You will prosper in all your ways. Thou shalt prosper. Thou shalt prosper. Come and give a hand clap to God if you believe it. This is the gospel. I want to read you a scripture and we shall call it a night. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm talking to you from a topic called God, my treasure. My treasure. God, my treasure. You know the beautiful thing about treasure is that treasure attracts treasure. <laughs> treasure attracts treasure. Treasure attracts treasure. Treasure attracts treasure. Oh yeah, when you got treasure, more treasure shall find you. More treasure shall find you. Now the Bible says in verses 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1, He says, therefore, 
Since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, who am I speaking to here? Have you received mercy? There are some people who have yet not still received the mercy. But you have received mercy. You have received mercy. I said you have received mercy. When God was dealing with you, he did not deal with you according to what you deserve. He deals with you and does not render to you what you deserve. It is called mercy. It is called mercy. And therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we have received mercy, we do not lose hearts. You know, when you say such a statement, it means that there are circumstances and situations that would have faced you and they would cause you to lose hearts. But I want you to look at your circumstances. I want you to look at what you're going through. I want you to look at the circumstances around you and tell them but I have received mercy. And because I have received mercy I do not lose hearts. You wanted me to lose hearts but sorry I cannot give you that satisfaction because I know who I have believed. And just as I have received mercy, I do not. I do not. Someone say, I do not. I do not lose heart. I don't lose heart. I don't lose heart. I don't lose heart. I don't lose heart. It may look like I'm not moving forward. But I do not lose heart. It may not look like it's working out. But I do not lose heart. Why? I've received mercy. We do not lose heart. But we renounced the hidden things of shame. We do not walk in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. But by the manifestation of truth, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. You, you know what that means? Is that a time will come when men need a reference of God's mercy. Yeah. When men need a reference of how God deals with people in mercy, they will say, uh, No, no, I know a man called Mutagubia. Me, I saw where he came from. That guy could have been nothing. There is nothing in his background that would account for where he is now. But I want to give you a testimony.
testimony about him. That is what it means to commend yourself to many's consciences. <laughs> that when men think of uh, a, a, an example to give, they will have to give you. Ah, praise the name of Jesus. A time is coming. When men think about Kampala, the next name they think about will be my name. Hey, a time is coming when men shall think about Uganda. When they say Uganda, the next name will be Alex. But I refuse to be to renounce the hidden things of shame. I, I renounce those things. I am commending myself to the conscience of other men by the manifestation of truth. One day I was telling one of my daughters that you know that you can live this world in two ways. You can live your world according to the reality of what you're facing. Or you can live according to the truth of what God has spoken. We manifest truth. And as we manifest truth, we commend ourselves to men's consciousness in the sight of God. But you see, even if our gospel is veiled, there are things you can say and people look at you. They look like the words you're saying and your current reality they don't match but it is because you are standing at two different planes they are standing in the natural realm you are standing in the spiritual realm you, they are seeing as men see but you are seeing as God sees and you are therefore able to say this is veiled to you <laughs> ah, it will not be veiled to me. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ should shine upon them. You see, before manifestation happens, there must be a certain light that shines in your heart. I you know what I am trying to do right here is to cause a certain light to shine in your heart so that you don't walk in darkness anymore, but you can walk walk in the light of the gospel because that is how we excavate glory. 
I'm speaking some very good things here. I thank Jesus. This word is working in me. This word is bearing fruit in me. This word is causing me to move to the next level. This word is being active. This word is achieving what it is sent for. I thank you, Jesus. For we do not preach ourselves. There are many people who preach themselves. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you have your own pulpit. In your mind, you are talking to yourself. And you are preaching. But you are preaching yourself. Who will marry me? Now the age has gone. And now I don't have money. Which woman will ever accept me? You are preaching yourself. But we do not preach ourselves. We do not preach ourselves. We do not preach ourselves. But Christ Jesus, the Lord, and we ourselves as bond servants for Jesus' sake. Because it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. That is why whatever you have been going whatever you have been looking at and it looks like it is darkness there is a word from God and God commands light to come in your darkness and he is saying within your darkness thou shalt prosper who am I speaking to? For it is God who commanded life. It was not me. It was not your mother. Your singer had a curse. But God had a light. Your husband had bad words. But God had a light. Your family had certain words. Who am I speaking to? But God had a light. Hear the word of the Lord to you tonight. Thou shalt prosper. Someone give a testimony to the person next to you. I am prospering. I am prospering. Everything I touch prospers. When I do something, it comes out because it is God that commands light in my darkness. My dark days are behind me. The days of my shining are now. I have walked into the days of my life and therefore Isaiah proclaims arise shine for your light has come and the light of the Lord has shone upon you Arise, shine, 
for your light has come. I said arise. Shine. For your light has come. I said arise. Shine. For your light has come. Oh, arise. Shine. For your light has come. Hallelujah. I'm rising. How are you? I'm shining. How are you? I'm shining. I am rising. I am shining. How are you? I'm not just fine. I'm shining. I'm rising. My light has come. I'm rising. I'm shining. My light has come. Oh, oh yes. Thou shalt prosper. Read Someone is rising. Someone is shining. For it is God that commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It is God. 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 It wasn't me. It isn't you. It wasn't anyone. It is God. God. It is God. It is God. It is God. It's not me. Since I am rising. I am shining. It is God. It is God. I am rising. I am shining. It's not me. It is God who commanded light to shine. He has commanded the light to shine out of my darkness. Therefore, I am rising. I am shining. My light has come. My light has come. I am rising. I am rising. I am shining. My light has come. But you see, when we speak like this, the temptation is to go back and look at yourself. And look at yourself. And wear yourself. And you don't realize how much God has deposited in you. But then the Bible says, but we have this treasure. Even if he had stopped there, it would have been enough. We have this treasure. We have this treasure. We have this light. It is shining. We have this treasure. In earthen 
vessels. Do not be deceived when you look at me. That all you see on the outside. That that is it. Do not lie. There is a treasure. Oh yes. There is a treasure. Inside of me. I got this treasure. In earthen vessels. I got this treasure. In something that looks normal. Oh when you looked at me. You thought you could deal with me. Like a normal person. But you did not understand. That even gold. Even gold. Comes out of a clay. And I got this treasure. 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 In Athen vessel. God, my treasure. You see, we can look at life at different circles. You can look at your life and see nothing. Or you can look at your life and see treasure. What do you see? 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 You see, uh, several times I look at men and I see treasure. And I get to them. And I say, I see you. You carry an ability to do this. You carry an anointing to do this. And the man says, Oh, Pastor. I have never tried it before. I have never done that before. And I'm saying, but there is a treasure. But listen, friend. Today, there is a reason why you can only and you must only, you will only prosper. You will only prosper. You will only prosper. You can only prosper. There is no other alternative route for your life. Your trajectory is that you must only prosper because you got a treasure. You have this treasure in other vessels. You got this treasure in other vessels. Someone say, I got a treasure. And so I, I just feel like the this whole time as we are praying, 
you must have it in your heart. The feeling, the sense, the conviction of I got a treasure in me. You see, treasure attracts treasure. This is how you prosper in all your different ways. Because you carry an understanding that I've got God. I got a treasure in a thin vessel. I can't look no more. But in reality, I ain't no more. I want you to, to convince yourself. You look very normal. But my friend, the creator of the heaven and the earth has taken up residence in you. I am in God. And God is in me. I got a treasure in earthen vessel. So that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. You know, you are trying to figure out things you can never figure out. Because the excellency of the power is not yours. No. It is of God. Not of us. If it was left to us, even you, you know. Even you, you know. Even you, you know. If it was left to you. But praise be to God. Who has not left it in our hands. But he has placed this treasure in earthen vessel. So that the excellence of the power is not in us but is in God. Ha, glory be to God. This is why you must now practice to live in conscious, joyful expectation of good. You know, these days I, I just live in a zone of blessed. The blessed. And so, you're going to begin to see things like men just walking up to you and say, I don't know why, I just like, let me bless you. And let me just bless you. I like those things. Let them begin to happen to me. Even more. I don't know about you. Do you I, 
Hata should I speak for you? Let me speak for myself. And for my wife. Praise the name of Jesus. You can also speak for yourself. Because I've got a treasure. I've got a treasure. Some of us, we need to Instead of shouting and shouting and shouting. Sometimes you just need to sit down there. And begin to think of what is inside you. And spend an hour. Meditating about what is about in you. Oh. I am actually filled with God. And allow the reality of truth to mark you. You. you know, sometimes I've gone to that place of prayer. And I realize even words are not being tawanya, they can't express what it is. Like I, I am so filled with this thing. That if I begin to speak my, my words. They're simply interrupting the, the communion. I want you to get to that place of where it is beyond the words you can But the reality of the treasure and the Excellence of the power of God can begin to mark who you are. Thou shalt prosper. Someone proclaim, I got to prosper. I shall prosper. God is on my side. He is in me. I am in him. My treasure is God. God, my treasure is in me. I am in him. God, my treasure. Raise up your hands and thank him. Thank him. Our treasure. Thank him. Our treasure. Bless him. Our treasure. Bless him. Who fills us with all things. This audio sermon has been brought to you by the City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 706 332 or 0776 579 679